All right, before we get into today's show, I just wanted to take a moment to uh, talk about this interview. Um, unfortunately, it's a really short one. It only ran about 18 minutes. Um, and unfortunately, it was kind of a crazy week. Uh, we were without producer Fish, um, and we were working on borrowed equipment. But uh, this band is an Emmy-nominated band, so we wanted to make sure this interview happened. And so I had set up the uh, recording equipment in... Uh, in the bar uh, where they were playing. And as we were getting into the interview about 20 minutes in or so, the uh, opening band came on and they were playing so loud, not that it's their fault, it's their job. Um, But I couldn't hear the band um, respond to my questions. They couldn't hear my questions. Um, Even the people who were sitting directly next to me, I couldn't hear what they were saying. So, the wait staff had just brought their dinner, so we called the interview at that point, and the band started eating. And it turned out that the opening band hadn't really come on yet. It was just their sound check. So after about 20 minutes or so, they they had stopped playing. And at that point, I'd already broken down all the equipment, and we started talking with the band some more. And unfortunately, that was like the best stuff that came out of the interview, was that the st- they're, they're such a a cool bunch of uh, musicians, and they had lots of cool things to say, and we didn't get any of that. So, unfortunately, um, that it is what it is. Um, we do have the brief interview, uh, and we didn't even get into talking about their presence online and where to hear them online. Um, so make sure you check out uh, gangstergrass.com, um, or you can check them out on YouTube. They're also on Twitter, at gangstergrass. Um, so anywhere you can find, you know, bands, you can you can find them online, and uh, make sure you check them out. Because so not only do they have some interesting, great music, they uh, they were some really sweet people and and really interesting. Um, so make sure you check them out, and uh, I'm gonna do my absolute best to get these guys back on for a full interview. Um, and I'm even trying to get them down to Plymouth to play because I think they would fit in great here. So make sure you check out Gangster Grass. And I want to thank the band personally for for giving us the time that they gave us, and and hopefully they'll uh, come back on to to talk with us some more. So uh, let's get into that interview. All right, so uh, welcome back, Inebriates. This is Andy, the Inebriate Podcast. Um, so. A few years ago, actually probably about a year and a half ago, friends of mine told me that I need to check out a show called Justified, and I'll be honest, my uh, Netflix backlog has not allowed for it yet, but I had the opportunity to interview the writers and performers of the theme song to Justified, so I'm here at Thunder Road in Somerville, Mass., with Gangsta Grass. Oh, yeah. What's up? And uh, they've been kind enough to uh, sit and talk with me. So how about we kind of start, go from left to right, and give us your name and your job in the band. Cool. Uh, My name is Dan Whitener. I play banjo, and I sing in the band, and so they call me Danjo. I'm Landry McMeans, and I play the dobro and sing occasionally. Yeah. I'm I'm Wrench. Play guitar and sing, and do the beats and production. <laughs> I am the Grand Incredible R, son of Voice of Reason, aka Super Triple. That dude, that boy, that dude, that raps. <laughs> uh, Dolio the Sleuth, uh, lyricist, writer, MC. 
Okay, uh, so you guys started, I think, back in 2006. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so how, how did the evolution of a hip-hop bluegrass, am I, is that the, how you describe yourself? Well, at, at that time, I was doing it as a studio project, as a yep. producer, just uh, sampling and mashing up and putting, uh, putting MCs that I worked with over other bluegrass stuff. But there was such a positive response to it that I started bringing together musicians to do it live. And so then you started to kind of take it out in, uh, uh, in Brooklyn. Is that where you guys are from, I believe? I'm in Brooklyn. We're, yeah. we're kind of spread out. The people that I've found that have really made this project shine have been in various locations. So we got, uh, we got Jersey here. We got Philly here. We got Arizona in the house. And I'm in Brooklyn. And you're in Brooklyn. Yeah. And um, so how did, how did you guys come to be the theme music for FX Justified? They found me. It was some people in the promotions department that were looking for something to go along with the show for the commercials they were making for it. And I think they maybe they Googled bluegrass and hip hop, and that's something we come out at the top of. And uh, so I got a call out of the blue saying, we want the guy that makes Gangster Grass. And they, they licensed one of the tracks I'd done. And when the producers of the show saw the commercials they were making, they said, that's what we need for the theme song. So they had me do a new one for that. So when you get a call out of the blue like that, did you just assume someone was playing a practical joke? Or is that kind of a call you get all the time? I wouldn't say all the time, but I had licensed stuff before. And, yeah. and so, uh, yeah, it was, but that was, that was a big one. That was a, that was a great opportunity, and it was perfect kind of exposure for us. Yeah. Because then people hear it just out of the blue, you know, every week. And when we try to tell people, oh, it's bluegrass hip-hop with words, they imagine something really bad. It, it definitely, when I first heard about you guys, I had to YouTube it to figure out, you know, what it was. Yeah. And I, I was really surprised. It, so that's the hurdle that we have to overcome. But having it just come on the TV, uh, then people go, oh, what is that? That's cool. So right. that was great for us. Um, and so you guys are on, is on tour now, I assume? Or are you just in for this yeah. one show? Yeah, we're on tour. We are rampaging across the eastern half of the United States right now. Yeah. And whereabouts are you guys touring? Like, where are you hitting? We're just sort of wrapping up like a, a, it's been two weeks on the road so far now and we do our usual Midwest run. We get out about as far as Chicago, Indianapolis, down to St. Louis, Nashville, back to, uh, uh, back down through like the North Carolina region, which usually receives us pretty well. And uh, last night we were over in Syracuse, getting over to here Somerville, uh, and then back through upstate New York a little bit to Saratoga Springs and Geneseo. Now, do you guys have a tour bus, or are you, like, vanning it, or how does that... We got a van. You got a van? We're, we're, we're packed in tight. Yeah. It's, it's more of a cardboard box. If you think about the Flintstones, there's no bottom to it. So you got to, like, stop and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you guys... How do you guys write? Do you guys start with lyrics, or do you start with a, a riff, or, like, who, who does most of their writing? Everybody does a little bit. Everybody pitches yeah. in. Yeah. That's yeah. the fun part. Like, it, it, it can switch up depending on whether we're starting with, like, a... Uh, you know, an instrumental riff or a hip-hop beat or somebody has a verse or a lyrical idea could sort of be anything. And so the songs end up really different. And um, so, Landry, uh, you said what you play, and had I not seen you playing at Soundcheck, I would not know what it is. Can you describe... It's probably in most of your favorite songs. It's probably in most of my favorite songs. But like in the background. You, how would you describe it to a, a, a layperson? It's lay a steel person? guitar. Yeah. Uh, it comes under the umbrella of steel guitar. It's a slide guitar. It's a dobro. It's a resonator guitar. It's 
I play mine electrified. It's kind of like a lap steel. Um, there are all kinds of words for it, but um, it looks like a guitar, and I play it flat, and, and I use a bar and slide around and make bear-wheel-rails. So are, <laughs> are you more the bluegrass side? Like, is that no. your background? How did you get into that? The Dobro? Yeah. I was at the Kerrville Folk Festival, and I saw a friend playing it. I'd never seen one. I was 20 years old, and I just remember being stuck in jams with... 19 guitars and feeling like oh i can't shred on this you know and there's everyone's got it covered what can i do differently what how can i contribute in a different way and i saw that and i was like show me show me your way and pretty much just self-taught for the most part um Hit all the wrong notes until I found the right ones. So, still doing it. Now she hits a whole lot of right ones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, how long have has this? Because there's been you've had other members of the band, correct? How long has this group been together? Five years. Five years. And for the people who aren't local, how did you find them? Well, uh, Wrench and I were in another band um, back in like oh three oh four, back when I used to live in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So when he started um, wanting to uh, hit this hit the road with the gangster grass <coughs> movement, he reached out, um, and I reached out to our son because uh, he's always been one of my favorite MCs, and he's crazy enough to, to say yes. <laughs> and so, uh, our son, when you were approached about being in a hip hop bluegrass band, was that an Man. automatic yes or? I was on my way to work. He called me up. Was like, "Yo, you want to do something crazy?" <laughs> Yo, I met this dude So you're met, that guy I met Rich on a Wednesday night For like 10 minutes Listened to a couple of the joints Got on stage, we rocked out And then just got into a van With him and four other guys Three other guys You know, It's not something I recommend for everybody They haven't brought you, you home yet? just climb in a van <laughs> We don't want to say the answer to want to do something crazy Is always yes Yeah. So try to use some judgment out there folks but in, in this case, it worked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And, oh, sorry, Tim. Oh, uh, I met them on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a joke. No. Oh, really? Nope. It was, it no. It was uh, misconnections. Oh, wow. No like, strings uh, attached. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all strings So was attached. it like band-seeking man? Is that... <laughs> essentially, essentially, yeah, B4M, yeah. <laughs> band for banjo, so yeah. yeah. That's pretty much what it was. You just, and I didn't even have it that clear of an idea of what it was I was going in for, but they, they were just like, you know, have an open mind and um, just just be willing to... Uh, willing to try some stuff out and i think i was i think i was right so were you always into banjo or is that something you picked up i definitely to- yeah no i've always uh I, I i grew up listening to bluegrass in dc uh my dad played when i was growing up and i play with him a little bit now and uh so you're like a steve martin fan sure yeah <laughs> yeah i mean he he does great things for the instrument for sure like he's uh he's definitely an advocate and uh don't so hold back. You gotta, don't you gotta, hold back. Man. Oh, you said this is an explicit label, right? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Well, listen. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, is nah, Dan the guy that bores you guys with, like, the history of the banjo? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I do my best, yeah. yeah. But um, but it's it's been a lot of fun. I mean, the banjo being from Africa, like, it's actually been a really great opportunity for me to, you know, anytime I ever get bored with bluegrass, which it's not that I get bored, but this is such a great opportunity to 
just expand it in any anything that I feel like is I'm not you know creatively satisfied with with regular bluegrass playing. I go here and it just it just covers so many bases. Yeah, and I have a lot of fun. So are you guys currently working on an album? I don't. I'm not sure when your last album came out. To be honest with you, mm. but is it it's something that is it in the works? Or? Last one was a while back. But what we're doing is recording all of these shows. And oh no, kidding. picking out some highlights to put out a live album because what we do live is is a is a whole other level from hearing the recorded yeah. studio albums. Um, we we go crazy on this stuff and and have a lot of spontaneous stuff going on. And uh, you guys have. Uh you know the prerequisite YouTube videos because I've been checking those out. Um, does Randy always wear a Superman Star Wars T-shirt on them, or is that it's always every show. <laughs> every show? So you'll notice he's wearing an you'll Eagles. Get the extra special it's an one Eagles tonight. shirt right now, but it's also oh, Superman. it's a Superman you get the extra Eagles. special one. Yeah, yes. always, always. Wherever I'm at, Philly's in the building, so just recognize that. <laughs> Even Boston, Randy. Everywhere. That's all right. We get downloaded in Philly. It's all right. People listen. <laughs> Um, so, Wrench, you started this band. Is this farther than you ever expected it to go? Or, or well, yeah, what? when I first did it, it was like a fun side project that I was just doing just to, to get out some ideas that I had. I was doing my own honky-tonk hip-hop stuff as like a solo artist. Yeah. So I, it, was, it was kind of a surprise when this, was, this just started taking off beyond anything else. So, so what is the, the goal? Like, what is your dream gig? Um, Dream gig is going to be uh, an underwater performance in an the Mariana Trench, where we're riding uh, sharks with laser eye beams. That's pretty sweet. That, I, that we, would... We're working towards it. You know, you got to take baby steps. Yeah. I'm assuming these are trained sharks. Yeah. Oh yeah. The hardest part is training. The sharks. We're still we're, we're working on that. <laughs> We've had some setbacks. Uh, so you guys were saying earlier that you guys get some weird. Um, talk radio interviews where you're, you're kind of jammed in small uh, spaces to, to play. How often do you end up doing this kind of the, the side of the business? Is, do you get a lot of radio interviews? And Yeah. yeah. A good number, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, I, I feel like talking about it is, okay, I don't want to say half the fun, but like, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's rewarding and it sort of helps us, you know, it keeps us reminded of what we're doing, why we're doing it, you know, every time we explain it to people. Although it is it is tough to uh, tell somebody, well, it's bluegrass hip-hop. You know, we rarely just sit down and talk about it. We much rather would just play it for you and, and have you hear it and figure it out, yeah. decide for yourself whether you actually like it. I, I feel like the, the type of music you're playing, there's got to be a lot of legwork to almost sell it to people, you know? And uh, do you do you find times where you would prefer people just kind of buy into it right away or maybe like oh maybe if we did something different that we wouldn't have to convince people or uh, part of it is just seeing um seeing that look on their face change when they first hear it yeah it it literally was the second i hit play it came on i was kind of like oh this is totally my wheelhouse um i like kind of unusual mixes uh, a couple years ago we saw a band play um mariachi el bronx they're a hardcore band that has put out a few mariachi, mariachi albums. Is it Metalachi? Uh, metal? No, it's pretty straight. There's, mari- another, there's, a, there's a group called Metalachi. Oh, really? There's a group called Metalachi that does that, too. They're great. Oh, I'll have to check them out. But it, it, it blew me away. It, yeah. it was pretty straight mariachi, and I, I loved it. Um, do you find certain areas where you tour more receptive than others? The great thing about it is no. Like, 99 999 people out of a thousand they hear they're like oh damn 
yeah. is hot. You know what I'm saying? And so it is, for me, I like that, that moment when people are like, oh, okay, that's dope. You know, when you yeah. see it in their face. Uh, a lot of cats, they come into it, it's either like they know exactly what they're getting or they're like, uh, all right, I'm, I'm bored. Let me see what's going to happen here. And, you know, they're in, the, in, they're in the joint. And as soon as they hit it, it's like, oh, oh, all right. Okay, yeah. I see where this is going. You know, and do, you know, you wish that was a, it was an easier thing to do from like a grander scale. Like, hey, this is on every channel everywhere. Everybody should get it. But at the same time, it is, it's kind of, it's a good feeling to see that look in somebody's eyes when they get it. Well, that's an interesting thing that you brought up about being on uh, every channel, everywhere. I mean, the music industry's changed so much where you don't even have to be on a channel anywhere. Do you find more fans from, like, YouTube, Facebook kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, because we're at this weird, inter- because we're at this weird intersection, it's not like they know where to put us. Yeah. If they were trying. So do you, and I don't want to be like, do you guys not get any radio play, but do you get played anywhere? Like college radio or yeah, we got a little college radio and some yeah. some cool indie stations. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, mo- mostly uh, mostly we're out there just kind of finding finding fans through hand to hand combat. Nice. But yeah. the UK really loves us. Oh, really? Yeah. We yeah. love them. You're, you're big in the UK. <laughs> yeah, big nice. in the UK, Scotland, Germany. Have you guys toured over there? Yeah. Oh, there was really? this one girl. I just the thought of her while you were talking about us. that. Um, she like she was yeah. like you played the, the gangster rap and the bluegrass. <laughs> it's the gangster rap and the bluegrass. I love the gangster rap and the bluegrass. And I was like, you are, you're our little, you, like, you you're a mascot. But that's just like like okay. So wait until this podcast comes out and I can sample that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but to your question, like some regions, you know, when we get into that Appalachian, Kentucky, West Virginia, Tennessee, like that part of the country, that's where bluegrass is from. So naturally, they get the bluegrass element of it a little bit quicker. When we're in cities, maybe with stronger hip hop culture. Maybe they get that element of it a little bit quicker. But bluegrass is everywhere here. Hip-hop is everywhere. And, and, and so it's interesting when you go abroad. We've been through the Czech Republic, Germany, France, big festivals over there. And um, we play for people over there. And, and it's like they don't really understand either style of music. So they don't see the, the kind so of they divide. they don't see the difference. They're yeah. just like, okay, it's cool American music. Then we have to explain to them, no, not everyone does this right, at yeah. home. We're, we're yeah. weird. We're unusual. <laughs> So be, being uh, kind of that unusual mix, like where do your influences come from? Where do your influences come from? That's our backup band we got playing. We like to bring them around with us just to pump us up. Yeah. 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 This is our influences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who's on your road? Our bands of America are our influences. But I mean legit, like. Anything, anything we listen to comes into it. I think you know I'm I'm pretty steeped in the bluegrass roots of it. These guys are hip hop from way back, but um, I don't know. Uh, it all comes into it, right? Um, <laughs> I listen to a lot of Steely Dan and Swing Out Sister to be totally honest, but um, on the on the rhyme tip it. Anybody that's that's saying something on a couple of levels of being able to, to create and tell a tell an interesting story, regardless of what that story is, and do it with a with a with a at least semi impressive vocabulary, 
I'm all about that. Yeah, pretty much the same for me. I'm really into storytellers, um, people who are really good at their craft, um, and, uh, and people who are good at mastering the ceremony, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so I would love to talk with you guys more, and, yeah. and, but I see your food's here. Yeah. <laughs> and, we uh, are having a good time talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think uh, we're just getting drowned out. So I appreciate you guys taking the time. Um, and as a, a duly representative of Plymouth, I invite you guys there. There's a great music scene in Plymouth. And um, so uh, thanks for thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Thank cool, you, cool, man. Thank you. Holy shit. Take it out. Holy shit. This has been Gangsta Grass. Coming to you from Holy Thunder Road. Oh. Holy shit. Catch us Holy next time. Shit. I'm surprised we got that far. I appreciate it. That was fantastic. Some pissed off who won't some. I'm fighting for my soul. God, get at your boy. You try to go guard, fall back. I go hard on this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing the bomb alone. Some pissed off who won't some. I see them long, hard times to come. My life is ill, son. Prepared to kill, son. A paradox of pain, baby, cause real, son. Lonely traveler, ain't trying to battle you. But if you're feeling tough, dog, I welcome all challenges. Ain't got no family. Uh, they see this one of me. Might lose your post standing two feet in front of me. I'm pissed at the world, but I ain't looking for trouble. I might crack a grin. I ain't looking to hug you. Now think about it. Nobody wants to die. There's rules to this game, son. Uh, I'm justified. I'm ready to go, partner. Hey, I'm on the run. The devil's hugging on my boots. That's why I own a gun. This journey's too long. I'm looking for some answers. So much time stressing. I forget the questions. I fear no man. You don't want no problems. Be eyes in the back of my head. You better not follow me. On this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing it by my lonesome. Pissed off who won't some. I'm fighting for my soul. God, get at your boy. You try to blow guard for back. I go hard on this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing the bomb, I'm also pissed off for both sides. I see them long, hard times to come. You probably think I'm crazy or got some loose screws, but that's alright though. I'ma do me, you do you. So how you judging me? I'm just trying to survive. And if the time comes, I ain't trying to die. I'm just trying to fly and get a little love. Find me a dime piece and get a little hug. Hook the car up, uh, hit the Scars up, hey yo, stars up. Hey, this is the life of an outlaw. We ain't promised tomorrow, I'm living now, dog. I'm walking through life, but yo, my feet hurt. All my blessings are fair, man, I rest when I'm dead. Look into my eyes and see the real world. Take a walk with me, have a talk with me. Where we end up, God only knows. Strap your boots on tight, you might be aight. On this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing the bomb, I know some pissed off who won't some. I'm fighting for my soul, God get at your boy. You try to go guard, fall back, I go hard. On this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing the bomb, I know some pissed off who won't some. I see them long hard times to come.
on this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing it by my lonesome, pissed off who won't some. I'm fighting for my soul. God, get at your boy. You try to blow God for back, I go hard. On this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing it by my lonesome, pissed off who won't some. I see them long, hard times to come. On this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing it by my lonesome, pissed off who won't some. Fighting for my soul, God get at your boy. You try to go God fall back, I go hard on this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing the bomb, I lose the pistol off the most. I see them long hard times to come.
evil and do yourself a favor and savor the taste of the fruits of my labor. You may not be able to take all the flavor, so eat some now and save the rest for later. The bottle of a modern major general, lacing your system with vitamins and minerals, all natural with no trace of chemicals, no pretense with a pen, I'm the pinnacle. How you going, plum loco? I hit quick as the sticks in a drum solo. Dan on the banjo, Landry strums the dobro. So silky smooth, we're about to let some soul glow. Juice like a truck full of tangerines. Crowd bouncing like they're stuck on trampolines. If you're gambling, bet on Randall Green. The gunslingers on the road still rambling. Right with a lime to wet my whistle and hit you with the most insightful of rhymes. Called a hater, told I should write for the times. My reply, you must not be right in your mind. Architect, archetype, delightful design. So you ain't smart enough to try to trifle with mine. Flipping physics, so bright that when I shine, I manage somehow to bring sight to the blind. Corporate radio wants the stifle for the kind of music that I make, so it's vital that I'm good like root when it's ripe on the vine. Full of flavor when you take a bite right from the rind. Every line I Spit is the type to rewind Go back and re-listen cause you like what you find Not a rap nigga with a life full of crime But you want me in your corner when your life's on the line Thanks for checking out the show today, listeners. Uh, if you enjoyed the content today, you can go over to patreon.com slash inebriart to support the show. You can join over there for just a few dollars a month and help us provide this fun content that you just checked out. You can also email us at inebriart.com with your questions, complaints, and concerns, or you can find us on all social medias at inebriart or at inebriart6 on Instagram. And also don't forget to check out our other shows, Bar Talk Podcast, Old Colony Cast, Inebriart, and all the other shows on the Inebriart Network, which you can find at inebriart.com. Thanks again for listening.